Here at STEM Siblings, we are by no means experts in the topics we discuss, but we do use peer-reviewed sources uh, provided to us that we will include in the description below. No plagiarism. No plagiarism. Only, only knowledge. Only guys. knowledge. <laughs> What's up? What's up? Now, before I do introductions, I do realize that I may edit and publish this by maybe August 31st, maybe September 1st. Don't worry, there's going to be two episodes in September. Two episodes in September. Mm -hmm. Is that counting? If you publish this in August, does that mean we have to do an extra episode of September? We do. So really, it's three episodes in September. It's it's three, but if this is published in September, which it probably will be, there will be an extra episode. There's going to be three episodes this September. (laughs) No, there's not. Yes, there is. We're doing three. I can't do that much research. We're doing three. Three episodes in September. (laughs) All right. I'm your host, a second-year mathematics major who can't wait until I don't have to take physics anymore, Maxwell. (laughs) And I'm slowly dying of entropy, Ben. (laughs) Here we talk about science and all that falls beneath this title. I feel like I should say that our episodes are just brief introductions into our subjects. We're not a full look into what we talk about or what we research. Uh, As usual, I brought the topic. Ben brought the jokes, and you brought the popcorn, hopefully. Now, we should be on math theorems or scientific discoveries this time around, since we should just just did an animal, but this is our podcast, and as I said, I decide the topic, so I get to choose. (laughs) There are no laws in this podcast. It's just anything. It's the purge, constantly. I personally like animals who make me go, wow, that shouldn't be real. That can't be real. Yeah, um, like uh, Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like cryptids. And boy, oh boy, have I found an animal that's made me question everything in our So cryptid. it's not a cryptid? It's not a cryptid. Uh, it sure It's a real like, animal? It's a real animal, I'm pretty sure. Well, what animal is it? Because I can't wait to start typing. Uh, today we're going to be talking about the shoebill, the Baleenoceps rex. Oh, nice. Good yeah. try with the science name yeah, there. Yeah, I really tried. I had to look up how to pronounce it. Wow. Balenoceps? Is that I, how you... I think so. What a weird genius. Yeah. Balenocipidae. Yep. Interesting family name. Uh, so, obviously we're playing pest or pet without any facts. Would you consider this a pest or a pet? <laughs> pest. Look at them. They would steal your crap. <laughs> they would... I look at the... I mean, obviously, can you... Uh, pull up a Google image. Go to the Wikipedia yeah. page. <laughs> cool. I'm yeah. pausing. Go to the Wikipedia page, yeah. and then click on it, and then look at it. That looks like a straight up thief. Mm-hmm. He looks like he's up to no good. I don't like. The, I don't like the look in his eye. I don't like the color of his beak. I don't even like his feet. So pest. Oh man, I'm I, I'm saying pet because I would say any animal is a pet, and I should preface that we don't actually mean pet keeping your home. We just mean appreciate. Please do not participate in the illegal pet trade. I feel bad because the appearance is the last thing I'm going to be talking about, but we'll get there. Yeah. It's 
fine. So I'm going to start off by saying that shoebills are in fact an endangered species. Shocker. Big bird? Endangered? They're They're technically vulnerable according to the (laughs) INC. There are very few remaining in the wild and there are only 40, I believe, in wildlife institutions throughout the world. Um, One source from 2014 said that at the point the article was written, only three chicks hatched in captivity. Damn. Two in Belgium and one in the United States. Yeah, 5,000 to 8,000 individuals, according to this this field guide to the Birds of East Africa book. Of course, that was 1980, so the populations definitely have shifted since then. Well, in 2014, there were about 8,000 left, but recent sources now say there are less than 5,000. Yikes. Well, they're part of CITES. If you get caught messing with these birds, you're, you're going to jail. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. If you uh, if you kill one of these birds, you're either going to jail or you're getting fined a lot because they're okay, covered under CITES. Hell, yeah. So their home is in Africa. Yep. Their scientific name, which I butchered at the beginning of this podcast. They're, we should talk about what part of Africa, though. Africa's a big place. Right. So it's I have it up right here. Okay, thanks. Central, we're talking like Central East Africa. I'm no good with country names anywhere. It, it's not just this continent, but I can give geographic description. Thank you. Except for Lesotho. I know Lesotho. <laughs> I know Botswana from, like, a fourth grade project. I think I kind of got Western Africa because I took a class on it, but, like, the rest of Africa, I I really need to iron down my countries. I I, I don't know the, the states in the United States, so I'm very far behind. <laughs> I know New York. Barely know Pennsylvania. Look, if you ask... I don't know Pennsylvania. No, well, we're not from Pennsylvania. We're not at all. From- what do you Wisconsin? This is where we do this podcast. Yeah, we do it. Where's Wisconsin? <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, their scientific name means whalehead king because of the size of their head. Yeah, they're they're big headed birds. Um, their non scientific name, which I can pronounce, which is the shoebill, is also due to the size of their head because it was compared to their beak that looks like a wooden shoe, like yep. a Dutch shoe. Get ready for me to butcher another scientific name. They are members of the C. coniformis. <laughs> the C. coniformis? Yeah, that. Yeah. Did I get it right? <laughs> yeah, they're, I think currently they're not part of uh, C. coniformis, actually. Really? I think it says previously classified. Oh, yeah, I'm going to talk about that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well. <clears throat> they are technically members of that order, which consists of storks and herons. Uh, but now it seems like they're more related to the pelican family due yeah. to their skeletal shape. I just didn't put the scientific name. Pelican formies. Pelican formies. Yep. Yes. Yeah, birds have weird names for their meat orders. Do not appreciate it. Uh, they also don't fly like storks, which was part of the family they were originally assigned to. They have their necks pushed back, and storks fly with their necks out, which um, was a major difference. Has any genetic work been done? I do not believe so. I couldn't find anything. Yeah, I can't imagine. There's a lot. But, Ben, I want you to go back to that picture. I want our audience to look up a picture, and I yeah. want you to guess their most prominent feature. If you look at a picture, I just need you to guess. Probably their bill. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, it's their mandibles. Really? The I top, guess they're very... Oh, yeah. They're mandibles that decapitate prey. What? Yes. What do they eat? They. I'm about to get into that. The top mandible has a sharp hook at the top, and the edges of its bills are compared to razors. Um, they have a preference for lungfish, but they'll also eat catfish, eels, tra- frogs, lizards, snakes, and baby dials. So, standard, standard amount. When they're young and in captivity. 
captivity, they, they'll eat rat pups. Hey everyone, I don't know what happened to our audio there. Uh, they eat catfish, eels, trout, frogs, lizards, snakes, and baby crocodiles. Sorry about that. Rat pups? That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, rat pups. It is <laughs> very good. Uh, they lay about one to three eggs. It's most often two eggs per laying, but not always. Uh, during an experiment where Tampa's Lowry, Tampa's Lowry Park Zoo helped hatch an egg, decided not to continue with the artificial incubation because the parents found the egg and provided uh, the attention it needed for incubating. Oh, cool. Uh, they took turns incubating the eggs. They had a habit when days got hot and I don't know if this is odd for birds. You're gonna have to tell me. Uh, other, when one parent was incubating, the other would get water, fill their mouth with the water, swallow it, fill it again, walk back to the egg, dump the one in its mouth on the egg, then regurgitate the first thing of water onto the egg to cool it. Um, yeah, I, I, that's not something you commonly see with birds, I don't think. I'm not a bird... I'm not a bird behavioralist. I'm not a bird specialist, so I could be wrong. Take what I'm saying with a large dose of salt, but I really, that sounds very unique. It does. It was very, I didn't know if it was a thing that most giant birds that are water. Are I'm not, I haven't read anything about that before, but um, I could be wrong. Now, I do think Tampa Lowry Park Zoo made a mistake with not continuing the artificial incubation and that is because the egg was crushed by the female shoebill a yikers uh she lowered herself onto the egg a bit too forcefully when it was her turn to incubate wow rough i'm uh, surprised that even happened yeah she broke it and the they have a they got another egg the article i read mm -hmm. that hatched without another incident so they kept up with the non-artificial uh, incubation but the zoo in Belgium only artificially incubated their eggs, so they didn't have any situations of breaking eggs. Another fun fact I found when I looked them up was that if you look up shoebill, one of the people also ask things is, can you have a shoebill as a pet? No. And the answer, of course, was no. No, you can't. Why would you even want... Can you provide a Central African swamp in your... Uh, in your in your house? No. So you uh, cannot have them as a pet. One of my favorite answers from the page that I got it was, well, even if you could get them in your home, how would you, or even if you could get one, how would you get it in your home? How would you keep it? Like, like what are you going to feed it? Rats. Ridiculous. Rats. Ridiculous. Rats. Um, <laughs> eat your rats. Yeah. Uh, that's why. Our audio did not agree with us today. Uh, the thing was, if you could find one, how would you even get it in your house with how big it is? For Cura? Is that how you pronounce the website? Mm, oh, Cure, Quora, Cure. It's a bad website. That's why that's being cited, because I found that way too funny not to bring. That was one of the questions. Uh, now we're going to talk about the appearance of them. I saved this for last, because they are Good. very beautiful birds. They're um, ugly. They look like a puppet in the worst of ways. <laughs> they remind me of a Muppet, actually. Uh, they have gray feathers that are sometimes a light gray, but they can also be a dark gray. It depends on the lighting, I guess. Their beaks have gray scratches on them, which is terrifying. Yeah. Uh, they're tall and horrifying, and I think that's beautiful for a bird of their size. I mean, yeah, and they're not even they're not even the tallest birds have ever been. I mean, they're big for today's birds, but like, 
That's pretty small compared to the evolutionary history of these animals. Oh, yeah, but they're, they're just, like, they're big for today. Yeah, they're fine. big for today, And yeah. they also look like someone has their hand up them and is using them for a child. They do show. look a bit like a Muppet. They do, it's awful. Very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, it's very uncomfortable. Birds, their size are usually described as gracious or symbols, and uh, then you have these. Yeah, no, they're a bit, bit dumb looking, I think is the best way to put it. I wrote in my script, they are by no means ugly, but Ben disagrees with me. Yeah, they're definitely ugly. Did you call me disagreeing with you before it happened? No, mm. I thought you would like them. No, they're ugly. I thought you would have thought they were cool. No, they're ugly. Uh, you can find majestic photos of them in nature, which is actually really cool, of them actually flying and not That's just cool. staring, staring blankly into yeah. a camera with murder eyes. Um, but another fun thing Google does is when you look up images, one of the related searches is scary shoe bill. Like, Did you see no, if it was a scary shoe bill? I mean, it was just pictures of the shoe bill. There's also a cute shoe bill, but the scary shoe bill kind of got me. I was uh. like, yep. This is perfect. So, like most episodes, this is a short one. Yeah, we're which means we can do three this month. Yeah, we can do three this we can do, month. Yeah, yeah, see? Hey! Yeah. Uh, so now we're going to play Pet or Pest again. And remember, not an actual pet. We found that out. It said no. Too big. Uh, just something we'd be comfortable being near our homes. Hey, they're not even really pests. They're just not pets they're well, not pests i don't i don't mean pest or pet in the literal sense so it's pest pet and pain in the ass and that's what i'm doing it's a pain in the ass you don't why would you have this bird stop absolutely not i'm gonna see the gonna, state of you with this bird i'm gonna say pet i think it would be cool if they were just chilling i think it would be cool to see them up close you can contact us at stemsiblingspod at gmail.com or on Twitter at podcaststem. I have not been updating our Twitter at all, I no. found out. Uh, so I'm going to start doing that with this episode in particular. Good, good. I am so sorry about that. It's not like we had any followers anyway. Shush, we're doing great. You can find our podcast on iTunes or Podbean or wherever you get your podcast. probably. It's fine. Cthulhu. Cthulhu. You can talk to the great. Maybe unknown. maybe I'll put one of these on YouTube one day. <laughs> Cthulhu, Vimeo, both are pretty much <laughs> frequented by the same fan base. <laughs> Please leave us a review. We appreciate that. And five stars. If yes. better, I don't want to see any of that one bull crap. If you leave us a good review, you'll get a thank you in our show. If you leave us leave us a bad review, you'll get a thank you in our show. <laughs> Another, you'll get a thank you in our show, but we'll just be calling you out. Yeah, you. you'll get your name read out loud, I guess. Yeah, you'll, That's you'll still get silly. the fame. It's don't fun. don't bad review us. Yeah, don't bad review us. Our music done, was done by Stephen, who is our father, mm -hmm. who has a number of podcasts, including eGats he does with his friend Jonathan, uh, which they should be updating soon. Hopefully. Hopefully. Then, we're waiting on you guys. Yeah, we're waiting on you, Steve. Get it together. So, Ben, you have any ideas for next episode since we have to do three in September now? Prehistoric battle of animal. All right. I don't... Uh, I just mean, trying how, to... how would that go? How would we do it? I don't... I, we haven't really talked about this yet. We've never actually even once mentioned the idea of doing prehistoric yeah, animal shows. This has never came up in our podcast before. But, um... We'll figure it out. We'll figure it I out. I think uh, each of us will pick five. Yeah, like five, five and we'll battle them. Yeah, and be whoever wins. Yeah. Well, you can just see the art the floor, I can. Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's fine. Literally fine. So, until next time, this has been STEM Siblings Podcast, and please, never major in chemistry. Ugh, never, ever. Don't do it. God.